Greetings from Mid-America Reformed Seminary to all of our listeners. You're listening to Officeology, an official broadcast from the seminary designed to keep you up to speed on all the happenings here from a business office perspective. I'm Jared Luchibor, Director of Marketing, and I'm excited to introduce you to a new series that we, Lord willing, will be releasing over the next several months, exploring curriculum and coursework taught here at the seminary, brought to you by none other than the faculty themselves. You may wonder, any conservative or confessional Presbyterian and Reformed seminary can teach courses such as the ones that we're going to describe for you, but the question is, how are they taught here at Mid-America? Well, we're thrilled to begin this series with Old Testament professor Reverend Andrew Compton, who's going to be introducing us to a general introduction of the Old Testament Biblical Studies coursework that is taught here at Mid-America. Take a listen. In the student handbook at Mid-America Reform Seminary, we have a discussion of our curriculum and what students cover when they come here. And I think it uh, has a good description of what happens in biblical studies here at Mid-America. It says this, In the division of biblical studies, students are taught to exegete the Word of God. A clear understanding of what God says in His inscripturated Word is the only foundation for true teaching and sound ministry. Exegesis, according to the Reformation principles of Scripture interpreting Scripture, is carefully inculcated in each student through classroom teaching and requirements for exegetical papers in many courses at the seminary. Such exegesis is carried out in the original languages of Scripture. Well, those are good comments that describe what happens in biblical studies in general here at Mid-America, but uh, as it relates to Old Testament There are some distinctives, or I can at least talk you through the ways uh, that I teach Old Testament exegesis here, so that if you're a student who's going to be coming here, or maybe you're at a church where you're preparing to send a student here, this will give you kind of a sense of of what it is that they're walking into. We do tell uh, students in the first day of new student orientation that even though seminary is very edifying and seminary involves a lot of new friendships and new relationships, it's, it's not just a Bible study and it's not Bible camp. Um, we we read the Bible, we study the Bible, and cover the Bible, uh, but we do it at a much more methodologically controlled uh, and rigorous um, way uh, than you would find in, in most kinds of um, popular settings. Now, we actually find that study to be very edifying, but that's, um, but that's, it's a, a different, it's a different sort of level of rigor uh, that goes into uh, to seminary study than other kinds of studies. Exegesis courses then at Mid-America, particularly Old Testament exegesis courses, cover the territory before the sermon. Or if somebody's uh, here studying for a Master of Theological Studies and and hoping to teach or use their biblical knowledge in other ways, it still covers that same territory uh, before Bible lesson or before a Bible application. And in these exegesis courses, students uh, are exposed to specific features of the biblical books that that they need to take account of when they're reading them and interpreting them. Students are introduced to and given practice for a range of, of specific exegetical tools that are appropriate to these books. Uh, these are the kinds of things we really emphasize in our exegesis courses. It's probably a good idea to state up front what our exegesis courses are not primarily here at Mid-America. 
For example, our exegesis courses are not the same as a Bible survey course. Uh, Many of our students have taken those either in college or in church settings. There's good video series available that, that survey the contents of the scriptures. Those are very important, but we treat those more as, as propedeutic here. We expect that students will come in with a degree of familiarity already with the contents of the Bible. They will, will have been exposed to a good survey. We do cover what's called Old Testament introduction, and a good Old Testament introductory volume will have something of a survey of a given biblical book. You know, a good introduction on Genesis will give an outline of the book, introduce some of the main themes, some of the main points, but it's not the same as, as a survey. And isagogics in an introduction will cover more in detail issues of authorship or issues of original setting. It will also Uh, spend a lot of time discussing what critical and unbelieving scholarship believes about the book. That is to say, some of these apologetic challenges to the book. So we do cover Old Testament introduction in our various courses, and students are are tested on that. Also, I guess the the survey uh, type idea is found in that our students uh, in their exegesis courses are assigned to read all of the books from the Old Testament in that particular course in their English Bibles. So again, that's introducing them uh, again to the contents of of what's in there. But it's not a Bible survey course, um, properly speaking. Another thing that might surprise some people, and I say this because it it surprised me all those years ago when I entered seminary, is that uh, Old Testament exegesis courses are not simply providing the proof texts for our theological beliefs. I don't know where I got this view. I certainly didn't get it from from anything online or, or any books, but I remember thinking, well, I'll go to my theology courses, and then when I go to my Bible courses, it'll be uh, exploring all the proof texts for predestination, or maybe it would be a course devoted to exploring all the places the Old Testament supports total depravity, or supports covenant theology, or what have you. Well, we do look at a lot of systematic theologians, even in exegesis courses, and we do look at a lot of our confessional statements, yes, even in our Old Testament exegesis courses, chiefly because we're a confessional reform seminary, and because of that we practice a confessional reform biblical scholarship. But we're not simply doing theological studies in exegesis. That's why our um, our biblical division has uh, biblical scholars teaching it. And, of course, we all work together as a faculty so that our biblical scholarship is richly uh, richly shaped by our theological convictions, but also our exegetical approaches help to richly th- shape our theological division as well. And so we have a good interrelationship that happens. But here, too, biblical exegesis courses, especially Old Testament exegesis courses, are not simply trying to provide the proof texts for our theological convictions. Maybe I should say a little bit about what an average semester looks like here at Mid-America, the kinds of things that are, uh, the kinds of techniques employed or expectations we have for our students. First of all, we use lectures, assigned readings, uh, in-class discussions, we have Hebrew tests, uh, we have um, term papers that are due. All of these are designed to like exercise different muscle groups, as it were, uh, for a budding uh, Old Testament preacher or Old Testament teacher. Starting with lectures, lectures, students will come anywhere from three to four, 
three to five hours a week, I guess, for uh, for lectures. And the, the, the contents will differ, but usually lectures will contain introduction and uh, exploration of new exegetical tools that are appropriate to the books we're studying. So, for example, if you were sitting in our, our um, exegesis course that covers the book of Psalms, we would spend several hours of lecture discussing the techniques used of Hebrew poetry so that when you are preparing to preach a sermon from a psalm, you're reading through the text in Hebrew and you're able to identify the ways in which Hebrew poets wrote. Or Hebrew poets weren't just writing uh, rhyme-style rhyme, rhyme style poetry the way many of our limericks do today. It was real poetry, but it used a unique set of techniques. And so lectures would introdu- introduce students to those kinds of techniques. We'll also uh, look at different historical and archaeological uh, material relevant to things being covered in the biblical text, or we'll spend a lot of time talking about our biblical theological methodology and how a, a consistent Reformed biblical theology is in play for a given section of the Old Testament. Other things we cover in lectures will be themes that are maybe generated in this section of books. Let's say we're talking about the the early books of the Pentateuch, Genesis, you know, Exodus. Themes developed here that will then uh, play out through the rest of Scripture. We'll, we'll lecture on some of those to prepare students to identify those themes later. Thicker analysis of, of particular texts, right? There's these, these classic kind of thorny texts that we find in the uh, different biblical books. And we'll spend lecture time drilling down into those, trying to uh, see why people say what they say about them and how a proper confessional and reformed approach to those texts would be. Another thing we do, um, been doing this increasingly in recent years because I'm increasingly convicted that our chief purpose here is to train men for gospel ministry. And so in class, I try to do as much sample preaching as possible. If I have written a sermon uh, that covers a passage that also is very important for the theological profile of the book, I'll often spend a lecture hour and I'll preach a sermon uh, that, I've, that I've preached at a local church. And sometimes I'll even, I'll even kind of hit pause about why I'm doing one thing or the other just to give kind of a running commentary and then open it up afterwards for comments or for questions um, that allows our exegesis courses to not sort of part ways from the pulpit. It can be very tempting for biblical departments to just be doing exegesis with no thought for how this exegesis is uh, is undergirding the proclamation of the Word of God. So that's been a very fruitful thing that we've begun doing here and, and we're really grateful for um, as well. And a final thing, even in lectures, uh, usually we'll find a um, an area pastor or an area scholar who can come and uh, and give guest lectures. This past semester, we were uh, really blessed to have an area pastor who had just done a, a very fitting sermon series for what we were covering in the class. He came in and spent a couple hours telling the students about how he formulated this um, the, this sermon series, how he unpacked it step by step, and and even went beyond that to just give some really good concrete advice about what it looks like to take his exegetical training and bring it into the pulpit week in and week out for sustained series of of topics through scripture. Other techniques we use in our instruction are, of course, assigned readings. Um, We we don't just assign textbooks generally and then lecture on what's in the textbooks, although for some textbooks, for example, Gerhardus Voss's Biblical Theology, it's it's pretty dense writing. And so uh, in some of those classes where where the, the 
material overlaps nicely with Gerhardus Voss, in some ways we are recovering some of that ground, re-traversing re, re it, maybe we'd say, uh, not simply restating what Voss says, but I, I want to give the students um, the tools they need to understand Voss's well, somewhat stilted writing style, because it's it's a really um, it's a it's a text that's full of rich exegetical gold, uh, but it can be a challenge to read. So we use readings in that way sometimes, but other times we'll assign readings that give students an exposure to things they just need to know about. I'll even tell students sometimes, I want you to skim this book because in another two or three years, you're going to remember this when you come across it and you're going to know where to go look for it. So readings will accomplish some of that as well. And also we, we like to use readings to expose students to creative ways of thinking, creative ways of writing, creative approaches, oftentimes by writers who we would have serious reservations about. And yet this teaches us to be good listeners while at the same time keeping a critical eye out for places in which those writers might be going against what we confess, right? It helps us to know how to learn from people while not accepting everything they say whole hog. And yet the things that they are saying by learning from them, it enables us to do what we're convicted we need to do in a better way. Something else I like to do during class time and insofar as we have the time to do it is try to work through texts very almost inductively, uh, whether it's biblical texts and get out an outline. I like to use Excel, a spreadsheet, and paste Hebrew in different different columns to to give the students a sense of of the logical uh, breakdown and the, the grammatical subordination of each of the clauses. We'll, we'll do a lot of that in class in order to sort of model uh, how to approach our Hebrew uh, exegesis. Or we'll look at particular lexical issues. We'll get two or three lexicons out. Sometimes I try to use a, a camera to even project the page I'm looking at on the screen so that we're able to, to see how the dictionaries, how the lexicons are defining Hebrew words, and then discuss the relevance of those for the exegesis that we're looking at. And that really comes down to our emphasis on Hebrew here. Uh, we're, we're not training linguists per se, and yet we are training pastors who are competent in the original languages. I, I tell the brothers, look, your, your calling is not to exegete the ESV, not to exegete the NIV, not to exegete the New King James. Your calling is to exegete God's word in Greek and in Hebrew and in Aramaic as well. I do hope some of our students will, will preach from Ezra and from Daniel in those rare Aramaic sections. But So our study in class lends itself to that ongoing growth in competence in Hebrew language. And also every semester we do Hebrew tests. We don't just treat Hebrew like a hoop to jump through and then be done and, you know, put those Hebrew books away and never have to deal with them again. No, we, we are using the time of seminary, even these Old Testament exegesis classes, to further ground our students and further sharpen their tools for uh, Hebrew knowledge. And a final thing then that, that we have in our exegesis courses is a, is a paper. Uh, papers sound so, so commonplace, right? Except that the exegesis paper here in our Old Testament uh, courses really serves as a, uh, a rigorous practice session of exegetical tools. 
Uh, there's a translation from the Hebrew of the passage the student is considering, a section delineating the structure of that passage. Why, why are we only going to preach this chapter? Why not preach the few verses before? Why not preach half the chapter? Right? The students have to be able to defend using the shape of the Hebrew itself. They have to defend why they're preaching from this given section. Of course, this is all stuff they're learning in their first year of Hebrew, so don't let this sound uh, so completely advanced. This is something our students uh, show themselves uh, very able at doing by the time they enter the upper division courses. From there, they, they engage in a commentary of either individual verses or individual clauses or maybe groups of verses. There's different ways of thinking about how to unpack the contents of a given passage of the Old Testament. And then finally in their paper, they have to bring things together in the theological conclusions, as theological synthesis, but also homiletical implications. Each one of our Old Testament exegesis classes is paired with a ministerial component, with a preaching component. And students usually take that paper they've written and prepare a sermon which they then preach before their class and, and the professor. And in that time, then I'm able to give feedback uh, from their, to their preaching, not simply feedback to their exegesis that we do that, but feedback about how they presented their exegesis, how their exegesis was properly shaped or maybe wasn't into a good homiletical presentation so that a congregation could understand. We invite feedback from the other students because we really value that learning and community here. Uh, it, so it becomes a really good capstone, as it were, for the semester of bringing things through lectures, through the paper, through exegesis, into that sermon, which is then delivered. We have also done one modification, and I said usually it gets turned into a sermon because in the last couple of years we've introduced a new concept that we're calling sermon labs, where usually once during their middle or once during their senior year, I believe, uh, students get a lab in attached to one of their exegesis courses, either an Old Testament one year, a New Testament exegesis class the other year, which is more of a, well, think of chemistry lab where you're physically putting the chemicals together, working together, watching something go from raw materials to final experiment or final, uh, you know, final beaker bubbling over with something toxic, right? Well, we don't do toxic things during our sermon labs, but we have some of our ministerial division professors or guest professors come in and actually do sort of committee of the whole work, group work, talking through a passage. We're opening a passage. This is Monday morning. What are we going to do first so that we're going to have an edifying message prepared by Sunday? And so the sermon labs are also being used in our exegesis courses. That's kind of a crash course of, of what we cover. Um, hopefully we can say a bit more in, in some coming uh, Officeology podcasts about what each of those three upper division exegesis courses in Old Testament covers and how those contribute, we believe, to a well-rounded minister capable of proclaiming Christ from the whole of Scripture. Well, there you have it, a solid introduction by Reverend Andrew Compton on the Old Testament Biblical Studies courses taught here at MidAmerica. For more learning opportunities, visit midamerica.edu slash academics, and be sure not to miss an Officeology episode by visiting midamerica.edu slash podcasts. We hope you'll join us next time. Stay tuned, friends.